0: More. What's up, bro? What up, dude? How you doing? Feeling pretty good. Just relaxing now. Got a nice little workout in. Yeah, you're uh, you're back in the U.S. Yeah, dude it feels good. I bet. Even though, even though it's like another planet in New York. Yeah, it's uh yeah I feel like some of the other countries you've been to probably feel a little bit more like California than New York does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but so it's still nice.
1: We got my aunt's apartment,
0: so it's like not. Uh, oh, nice. It
1: feels we're not in the hotel at
0: least. Yeah, Maybe that's how it's done right there. So you got where were you and Gab taking those pictures from the other night? That looked awesome.
1: Oh, uh, from the that was uh, her parents' hotel room.
0: Okay, I was like, damn, if that's your aunt's house and she's doing pretty well. <laughs> No,
1: no. Yeah, I know. Especially
0: in, in New York. Yeah, are you in, have you and Trev, like, are you all adjusted and everything?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. Today, I slept till like, 7.30, almost 8.00. So that's, like, the first time in three weeks that I've slept. <laughs> in.
0: Yeah, Gab was yeah. saying that you were up at, like, 2 in the morning in China
1: yeah
0: I was up at two multiple times <laughs> what do you even do when you're in China at two in the morning like what do you <laughs> dude, just freaking lay there <laughs> get some reading in yeah dude it's brutal I bet super brutal yeah What what's the time difference from California to China
1: um it is California to China, what was that? I think eleven hours. Bro, I don't even. So mm-hmm. we we're in Brazil first, and then we just kept like losing time. Yeah, it was like it was brutal because we we're going the same direction. We never like came back. Right. So we we're just going around the world in the same direction. So you start to adjust, and then that seven a.m. where you finally made it to seven or eight a.m. is now like two in the morning again. <laughs> You're know, like And then you move the same direction to Europe and it shifted another six, seven hours back another direction, so it's just so brutal. Yeah. And to travel like two, it took two days to get from Brazil to China.
0: Yeah. Wait, how was the, the forty one hour trek?
1: Forty five hours. Forty five? God And, and I dang. had to freaking, I had to listen to Trevor the whole time. Like, <laughs> he, me. he bought a freaking super expensive first class flight. Uh, but it was worth it for him, for sure. Uh, but I was back in economy. I slept like maybe two hours each night. It was two days. Oh, oh my God. So brutal. You probably fried. And then we played seven matches in China because we made it to... The uh, metal rounds. Yeah, it was, and it was like it was probably like eighty-five degrees and like ninety percent humidity, so it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, we've had worse, but it was definitely draining.
0: Yeah, is like, I mean, Doha is pretty hot too, right? I mean, is is that like the worst that you that you play in heat wise?
1: <laughs> no, it's the time of the year is not that bad actually in Doha. For some reason, I've never got. Well, first of all, it used to be night matches, um, so they used to put it at night. So once the sun goes down, we start playing. So you have like you're playing till almost midnight sometimes, but it's the weather wasn't too bad. Okay. If you're playing the day out there, it can get pretty brutal. But we were like on the sea this time. They changed the venue uh, from last time I was there, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. It's hot, but not not terrible it, de- it can definitely get worse
0: yeah got it. so yeah. you guys so you're what you're in New York and then you go from New York to uh, Poland and then Poland to Germany for world champs
1: yeah so uh, well we're trying
0: to figure that out right now we're so after Poland
1: to Seattle do oh that's right um, okay and we're we really want to go um but our coach advised me against it uh, because we have to go on that. Well, first of all, we have World Champs right after, which is the biggest event of the year. Um, so we can use that to take our first week and go home uh, after, that'll be what, six weeks on the road? And we can, you know, relax for a week, get some real practice in. It's hard to make adjustments on the road because yeah, we don't sure. get any practice. You're like, feeling, you've watched some video, you're, you're rested, are like on planes, and then you're like back to preparation, so yeah. you're not really making, you don't have time to
0: make the, all the adjustments, so. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good yeah. element. Can you kind of just explain to anyone listening who probably doesn't fully like grasp how difficult it is to just practice when you guys are on trips like this? Like, what is the, because you have to, like, sign up for a court, and I don't really even know either, because the only time I've been international is for a Norseka and, and snow, and we didn't really practice in snow. <laughs> so, how do you guys right. stay sharp when you're on the road for so long?
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's difficult. A lot of the times, we're kind of using our matches as, <laughs> like, using our matches to get us into shape, you know, these tournaments where we're going, like, seven matches in, um you're not going to use your – you have two days of travel usually after, at least a full day, and then you need to recover from that travel for a day. And then you have, like, a day or two before you play, depending on when you play and how deep in the last tournament you went. Um, So you don't really have any time. Like, we never – we got our lifts in, but they were more like we're super jet lagged. We just landed from a day and a half of travel or whatever. And we're just trying to open the body up. You know, your hips are locked up. Everything's locked up in the flames, you're just, you're just trying to open your body up. And you don't want to push it really hard because you're in it. You're, you can shock your body. You know, you, you, when you haven't gotten great sleep and you're sore, and you can hurt yourself. And you don't want to push it uh, too hard. So that first day is just a recovery day, and, and that's kind of your lift sometimes. Because the next day you got to practice, and then, and then you're just playing that case. so there's really not much lifting uh, or practicing you know the practices we're doing is like we're talking more doing a quick serve and pass or that kind of thing uh, if you're losing however you're out two days earlier and you're practicing while everyone's playing so fortunately uh, we did pretty well and we got top five finishes in Brazil and China uh, so we didn't have much time to practice or lift. So this week when we got to New York, um, and we got 17th in check. So we did have a day to relax out there. We got a little kind of like a recovery. Like I just explained a recovery lift. It's more for me. It's more, I think of it like balancing the body, you know, cause you're, I mean, we're hitting with just our right arm and you can just get thrown out of whack. So I, I try to balance the body out. Um, and then um, we got here to New York. Instead of going home to LA, uh, we got here and just took like a uh, uh, basically just a rest recovery week. So we we did two really hard lifts to finally let our muscles like grow again. You know, right. not just like breaking us down. And then uh, we got you know practicing yesterday where it was not too hard. We just talked a lot. And trying to finally make adjustments that we learned from those three weeks on the road, and then tomorrow we have a quick one-hour practice against uh, Rosie and Ricardo in Central Park, I believe. Nice. And then, uh, and then it's go time again Friday, and then we go straight on Monday to Poland.
0: And that's in Warsaw, right? War- yeah. Okay. Warsaw. And you've seen you've seen a lot of new teams on the world tour, um, and we yeah. just we just saw the Czech guys uh, Perusik and Schweiner almost take down Anders and Christian. Have there been any teams out there that maybe you didn't know a whole lot about that? Were impressive to you, or some teams like I know you saw George Wanderley and Andre, which are a relatively new team. Um, and I think they looked awesome against you guys in the bronze medal match in uh, in China. Um, I don't know. Well, we made them
1: look.
0: <laughs> 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 you did make them look pretty good, um, but I mean, they were awesome too. Like that's one of the best matches yeah. I've seen George play, and I watch a lot of that guy's film. Um, so, is there any teams that have kind of Stood out to you as teams aside from Anders and Christian that are pretty darn good that people might not realize are that good yet.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, that check team, I was like talking to, Trev, cause I, you know, I missed that year and a half, two years on tour. And I was talking to Trev about the check team. I was like, Oh my God, how, how are these teams losing to them? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> like thinking that like, you know, these teams are kind of choking and, I don't know. And he's like, no, they're they're legit. And he said that, like, every round. <laughs> they make it all the way to freaking Sunday. I'm like, oh, damn, okay. I guess uh, I'm glad we didn't play them and I underestimated them. Uh, so, yeah, that team for sure. Uh, George, I never got to play before, uh, so I think this is kind of this coming out party. Andre's obviously um, – well established, but he's he's just confident. So I think George is feeding off of that. Um, when we played them, he was just solid. You know, covering, take taking care of all the easy balls. Like we weren't we weren't sharp. So you know, a cut shot that would usually be a, a foot tighter and sharper was like a foot off, and he was just taking care of all of them. And then you know. Uh, just making making us make perfect shots, and we definitely weren't that match. So uh, I thought that was, yeah, I thought he he was really solid. Um, who else did we play? Um, the new Russian guy is playing with Liemin, I believe it's Mis We played him in China, so we knew he was good. Um, but he's giving people trouble out here. He's super deceiving. Like he has one of those really weird noodly arms, and he'll hit. Like, every time he hits, it's the direction that he's not facing. So it's just, like, it's kind of like Casey Patterson, how he, like, he'll do the most extreme thing in the opposite direction. Right. Uh, he's, got, he's got one of those arms. Um, and then, yeah, the other Russian guy, uh, he's kind of an indoor style. Uh, we played him. He's playing with Seminov. Um, he was pretty solid. We I think we definitely made him look good as well.
0: Yeah, and Seminov's uh, huge, too
1: yeah yeah oh yeah he was he was brutal for us to get around we've we've been taking care of teams beating really good teams but when we lose we're we're losing nice and quick (laughs) 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 so i I guess i'll look at it uh, in a positive way if you're gonna lose you might as well get off the side quick don't
0: matter. I thought you guys looked really good against Alisson and Alvaro. Because Alessone's starting to look a little bit better. The last couple of years, he, he looked kind of a little sluggish. But, I don't know, I feel like him and Alvaro yeah. are a little bit rejuvenated.
1: Yeah, I think he and Bruno both had a Olympics um, hangover, for sure. Like, a two-year hangover. Uh, both he and Bruno looked better uh, with their old partners. Or, sorry, the new partners. Um Bruno's getting a little slimmer, a little little bouncier. And uh, yeah, Alison's starting to look like himself. That was a fun match. Was, that was a battle. I've always loved playing against Alison. Um, and we pulled it out. I think it was, I want to say it was like 17 15. Wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that, oh, no. We got, I, we, we, no you, guys, you guys won in two. I think it was like 26 24 or 27 25 in the second. Yeah, that's right.
1: That's right. Yeah, so that was a battle. That was a super fun match.
0: It was, um, it was funny whenever, whenever it was like your matches were at a reasonable time to play. Um, I was in a, in a group text with Gabby and Brannigan. <laughs> oh wow, that must have been intense. <laughs> we were all just, we were all just watching three different, three very different types of responses to. Oh, <laughs> uh, super tough on Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Gabby, Gabby's, like, overly
0: supportive,
1: like, acting like, <laughs> like, nothing's wrong
0: ever. Yeah. fine. Oh, it, it's all good. <laughs> It was funny. Like, Trev would hit, like, a really good yeah. cut shot that George would dig, and Brandon would be like, that's the worst cut shot I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Totally. Exactly. Gab would be like, but they're trying super hard. And I was like, well, they just played. Yeah. <laughs> other team played better. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was funny. Yeah.
1: I, I saw Gabby not after yeah, those. She's like, okay, I gotta set my alarm for three AM I'm like, no. What what are you doing? <laughs> Sleep. Come watch. there's, there's a thousand matches this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, is this the most you've played at this point in any year? I mean it's only June. I feel like you've played like ten events already. Don't hit that skip button, y'all. We'll be right back here after a word from our sponsors who keep the show going. And first off, since it's AVP season, we're going to lead off with our guys from Wilson Everybody knows who makes the best beach volleyball in the game. That is Wilson Volleyball. So since we're in the middle of AVP season, it's time to head over to WilsonVolleyball.com, and you can use our discount code WILSONSAND to get 20% off. So sometimes when you need a rack of 10 volleyballs, that can add up quick. Take 20% off with WilsonSand to play the best volleyball in the game also brought to you by our guys at Firefly Recovery. Recovery is becoming a a much bigger thing in the sport of beach volleyball and in just science in general, and our guys at Firefly have it down. For those of you who work in an office job or just do a lot of traveling, that's the best part of Firefly because you can use it as you're sitting down, whether it be in an office, whether it be in a car, whether if you're stuck on the 405 in that gnarly traffic, or in Austin as I was recently down there, they got some bad traffic there, so just strap on one of those Fireflies and it will help you recover by stimulating the blood flow in whatever area you need to have recovered. It's awesome. I use it all the time, especially on the overseas flights, either for snow volleyball, or for Norsecas or whatever. It keeps my knees and legs feeling great. So I'm sure it'll do the same for you. So check out fireflyrecovery.com to learn how you can recover at home, in the office, wherever you need it. Now that we have some prize money on the AVP tour, people making some money, they should learn what to do with that money. And you can find that at Pacific Coast Wealth Management. They're Big helpers for the Laguna Beach Open, which is annually the best CBVA out there, and they can help you figure out your finances with smart planning. Whatever you need in terms of finances, Pacific Coast Wealth Management has you. Now, for our Pacific Coast Wealth Management-sponsored Olympic rankings, uh, we have Triborn and Trevor Crabb are our number one-ranked USA team in the race for Tokyo 2020, followed by Billy Kalinske and Miles Evans and Theo Bruner and Reed Pretty. On the women's side, our, we have a lot. We are, have a stacked lineup up there. Number two in the world for the race to 2020 is Alex Kleiman and April Ross, who recently won a four-star in Itapema Brazil. So congratulations to them. Number three overall and number two for the U.S. is Kerry Walsh Jennings and Brooke Sweat closely followed by Emily Day and Betsy Flint, Kelly Larson, Emily Stockman, Sarah Hughes and Summer Ross the U.S. is loaded on the international scene for the women so that is our Pacific Coast wealth management Olympic race update of the day of the podcast so we will now get back to our show enjoy and as always if you enjoy the show give us a review on iTunes on Podbean wherever you listen to this podcast it helps us a ton and we just appreciate you guys listening
1: um I don't know 2016 was super gnarly for me and john yeah we only got to play two avps that year uh and we were playing in like opens and all the grand slams and uh i want to say that that one i probably played in just as many um but you know i'm a different person with a different body now <laughs> and that was like what three four years ago I'm almost 30 now, so,
0: you know, I'm almost an old man. You're getting old, dude. <laughs> how, but I got um, two years left rest yeah. on my body, so that's... How's, how is the body holding up? Because obviously you're in a different health situation than you were the last time you were traveling the world and playing volleyball.
1: Right. Um, it's it's holding up. It's definitely better now that I got these uh, last three days to relax in New York. Um, but it, it was tough. I, I was losing a lot of sleep for whatever reason. Trevor sleeps a little better than me. You know, everyone's waking up at, like, 4 or 5 a.m. Uh, when you're jet lagged. But I was up at, like, 2 a lot more. <laughs> or, like, 3 or like, stoked to get to, like, 4.30 or 5. Uh, and then, so that was brutal just because I was, like, trying to stay up at the end of the day. And I could tell my body was just, like, giving up on me. Yeah, like my immune system. You need to sleep. We're running out of energy. Yeah, uh, and then I to, like go get on a flight. So it was, uh, it was a little tough, but I, I get my monthly infusions, and so these last two weeks were kind of at the end of that, um, where it's just kind of immune system boost, um, something that I got uh, a TUE for therapeutic use exemption um, from USADA. And, uh but it's been good ever since when I went to when I got to Czech Republic uh the first two or three days I was like seriously fatigued like tired I couldn't get energy and when we played our first match in pool play against Latvia I was like not feeling it trying to get up for the match and I kind of like you know faked it to just to try to make it happen and then I was like, Okay, I got warmed up, you know, never know what can happen, and then I played as bad as I thought I was going to. <laughs> uh, like, the second swing, I think I freaking, I just, like, I don't know. I, I wasn't seeing anything. I just swung as hard as I could and just blocked it right back into my nose. I was like, oh, okay, that's how this day's going to go. And it was, like, <laughs> I felt like it was the deepest sand ever. Really? And we're playing in, like, this giant industrial, yeah, the sand was, like, powdery and deep. So the net was like I was putting my hand up to the net and I was barely touching the top. My hands usually four inches over.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say because you're, like, you're a little bit taller than I am and to your touch- hands are huge.
1: Yeah, so I, and I was just touched, barely touching the top in certain parts of the net, but then he, the refs were like, "Well, it's regular over there." I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping me now that I'm playing on a higher net and I can't see straight because there's just – giant industrial steel mill surrounding me it was so weird throwing the ball up and seeing these giant like I don't even
0: know what you call them it's like a, it's like a big like, pipe system things. I was meaning to ask what you thought of that venue because it, it's so that's got to be the most unique venue in, in beach volleyball because you're playing in like a like a pipe jungle
1: <laughs> yeah so it's like a giant old steel and coal mill uh, and it's like hundreds of years old or like 150 years old or something like that um and so it stopped working like back in the 80s or something and uh it's just sitting there but it takes up like half the town because it's such a big footprint so they are making an effort to like fully redo a lot of the structures so there's like this one giant like they call it the gong um I don't know. It's just, it's just a giant uh,
0: <laughs>
1: metal, giant metal thing that I'm sure was seemed like it was full of coal or liquid or something at some point. But they built like a building inside of it and turned it into a museum. And then another building they turned into—they're turning into like a college center. And there's like an entertainment place. So they're—they're they're, like redoing parts of it. that are really nice. And then having it as like a festival grounds. So, like, obviously hosting things like this event. Uh, so from the outside, you're like, this is a, like, like, creepy old piece of crap place. And then you go in and you go into some of the buildings, and it's, like, really nice. And uh, it's was, it was cool, actually. I thought it was a really cool idea.
0: Yeah, and uh, I know that everybody else seems to love it just because it's so different. I feel like you don't play, like, at a site like that anywhere else.
1: Yeah, totally. That's one thing that's really cool about the world tour is like, they're legit taking us on a world tour. Yeah. (laughs) Throwing us in random places. We're we're not, it's not a beach volleyball tour. It's a sand. Take some sand and drop it somewhere
0: in the world (laughs) tour. Do you have a is there a site that you like playing that you like really look forward to playing at every year? I know obviously Hamburg, just because it, you know, it's world champs and one of the biggest venues, but is there a place that you're always stoked to go to?
1: Yeah. I mean, the, for sure. I mean, for sure all the five stars, the major series does a really good job of making you feel like this is a premier sport. You know, they yeah. do the huge VIPs and the stadiums always pop in and, loud and they got uh a lot of fan engagement there um so all the major series events all the five stars um is always one we're always everyone on tour is looking forward to it's just so peaceful out there the hotel is like right on this ice cold glacier river and uh you're like eating breakfast down near that and it's just clean air and you see the big grassy hillsides That one's, like, the most peaceful. I really liked Poric, Croatia. I thought that was amazing right on the seaside. Um, But that one went away, unfortunately. Um, I always loved playing Rio as well. I just think that's, like, a really cool beach town, unique um, beach city.
0: And the fans there, the fans in Rio, I, I would think, are probably pretty great.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, they just know volleyball like yeah. those, those are similar to american fans where uh, at least in california where they just know beach volleyball really well a lot of them can play it themselves and you can just tell you're in a beach volleyball place um what's another good one um i mean u.s those are always yeah. the ones that we look forward
0: oh yeah it's a bummer that y- you guys that. don't have any here this year
1: dude and we had like three on the schedule to start. We were like, "Wow, three events for us! This is awesome." Yeah. <laughs> Nada. now. I I bet we'll have one next year, though, for sure. Uh, everyone loves to put their events on before the Olympics. So the the front end of the schedule next year, I bet you will be cramped. They're
0: gonna make us go on a a wild goose chase again. Is there? With the U.S. men, so we had, uh, I think, I feel like Czech is probably the worst finish overall the U.S. men have had in a really long time. Because you guys had the best at 17th. Are we,
1: and
0: like our women are like the opposite. I mean, we had four women's teams in the top 16 um, with like pretty good shots at medals. Um, and I think we've had a women's team in the medal rounds eight tournaments in a row three, four, and five star so what's what's happening with the men is like the world tour on the men's side just getting that much better Um, or are our women just like outpacing the rest of the world
1: right Uh, I mean I think I look at it one way on the men's side and it's like wow we're we're a lot deeper than we were before like we have like, these, those teams, there's a lot of new partnerships. You know, the Hyde and Doherty, Chase, and uh, Casey, Billy Stafford. Uh, who's the other one behind us? Oh, Reed and Theo. Like, all those teams are behind me and Trevor, and then it's Jake and Taylor, and then it's Phil and Nick. They're all competing, like, you know, an event or two away from jumping like, jumping into the top three um, and being a main draw team, whereas before we only had, like, three teams doing well and the rest were, like, pretty far off the back. So now we have, like, almost, like, we have, like, seven teams that could be in the main draw at any time. So in that sense, you know, the the men are fairly strong. But, but yeah, like, the, the teams that we have, the teams that we've had uh, in – the last event or two or the last event in check, uh, Jake and Taylor, Phil and Nick weren't there. Um, just didn't pull it out. I mean, the world tour is that deep. So I think, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say like we're deeper, but, but those back teams haven't proven yet to, to really like be able to get into that top tier, that top five, at least, even though, uh, I want to say in Brazil, a few teams got fifth. Uh, Jake Taylor, or sorry, Casey and uh, Chase, I think got a fifth along with Theo and us and Theo and Reed. So I don't know. It, it doesn't really answer it, but yeah, I think for sure the girls are a bit stronger. They have more experience at the top right now. True. Um, because you know the carries and uh april's who have had so much olympic experience in this olympic quad they're they're really turning it on right now um, when they need to um but i don't know i, I think the, it, the americans are, are deep as heck so that's going to make for a good domestic tour and um those oh sorry i'm getting a call um I don't know. It, it, it's anyone's game right now. I think the new partnerships, like, if it clicks with someone, they, they could easily make a run. Um, but as Jake and Taylor get back out here on tour and Phil and Nick get back out here, they weren't in check. Um, we're all going to be battling for that, those podium spots. Me and Trevor definitely not uh, content with our fourth and fifth. Um, we, we want We want medals. Medals get bonuses. And they get
0: you to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> the double bonus. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: There's a lot of bonuses.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned that domestically. I, I feel like you're right in that the AVP is probably as strong from top to top to bottom. And by bottom, I mean like midway through the qualifier <laughs> since since Donald took over. Yeah. Dude, have have you yep. looked at the at the entry list or the bracket for the qualifiers?
1: Uh, no. I mean, uh, I was talking about it earlier today. Uh, I haven't looked at it, but, I mean, I know that I'm the ninth seed in the in the main draw,
0: so Yeah, I, I barely
1: made it for that quality.
0: Rosie and Ricardo were, like, 20 points out from being in the qualifier.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. That would be a total landmine for someone. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, you got, um, you got Chase and Piotr. Marciniak is the number one. Uh, Ian Satterfield and Burek are number two. Mike Brunsting and uh, Loomis are three. The McKibbins are four. And these are all guys who haven't failed. Who have like who have made every main draw for like twenty main draws in a row, all in the qualifier.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, dude, it's so brutal. Yeah, I would not want to be there. Me and Trevor were laughing about it if we were in the qualifier. Be like go play in an AVP next or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know
1: uh, I'm still adding finishes, so I don't even have my four finishes yet. But uh, that would that definitely would have sucked if we weren't uh, in the main draw for this one.
0: Yeah, I'll be uh, happily watching the carnage from Mexico.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to understand why you chose uh, the <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Me and me and Kyle were laughing about it this morning as we got out for uh for practice and we were just looking at the entry list and we we're like me and Miles would have been like the fifteen seed or something crazy. And we have like oh we have like almost a thousand points between us and we'd have been buried. It's like, man. <laughs> Want no yeah. part of that.
1: No. It's it's tough but I, I love it I mean obviously I'm biased because I'm in the main draw already we yeah, I mean it's a great um, sign
0: for American volleyball Like it's awesome
1: yeah exactly and there's something serious like to be fighting for out of, out of that qualifier you know like you can make some good dough right away you're gonna get a hotel paid for and you're gonna get a travel stipend and uh, you know there's there's something great to fight for and for us you know teams that are going um, battling on planning on battling on every sunday uh you know, we got some serious incentive uh, to win this thing
0: yeah is this the first time you've ever played in new york yes wow. um, i
1: came out here one my debut of my broadcasting career was out here
0: nice now you got your debut playing career in new york
1: yep exactly it's
0: pretty cool have you seen it's, it's have cool you seen the site yet
1: uh, I drove by, um, and I saw an aerial photo and it looks cool. It's, it's only like a mile or mile and a half, maybe up, um, north of where it was last year. So it's a similar, uh, backdrop and skyline and it's, it's going to be super rad.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a really cool site and, and that's coming for someone who hates New York City. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's good. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. I've, Coming off that road trip, I've never been so stoked to come to New York. It's crazy. I'm sure you guys could probably hear the horns in the background. And I'm 17 floors up right now. (laughs) But uh, I'm actually enjoying it, just being on American soil.
0: Oh, I bet. I bet it's just nice to be able to eat, like, food that you don't have to worry about that'll upset you. Or just, like, staying in a place where, like the language is exactly what you know around people who yeah exactly <laughs> you probably American missing dollar yeah
1: like not to get in the taxi to be, and be like oh we don't have your money uh, <laughs> you take, how about this bag of chips Are you
0: hungry? <laughs> you're just creating uh, a bartering uh, system on the road
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much and my uh my lady's getting pretty big. Uh, her belly's getting pretty big with my daughter in it, so that was great. Yeah, saw so you guys, you guys made it
0: official. So con- an official congrats.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's it's getting real. I'm I'm able to feel her moving around now. So uh, it's been good. Good way to get my mind off volleyball, which oh, okay. has kind of been the goal early this week.
0: I bet, yeah, I guess um, it was Gab was getting a little bit too big to to hide it any longer, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we weren't, you know, we weren't really trying to hide it. We just weren't uh, putting it out there yet. She was uh, waiting to tell it her uh, managers at work until we we wanted to tell them before we told the public, right? Uh, but you know, we were gonna see. Uh, get her to go out on as many rolls as she can before it was
0: visible that she was pregnant now it's very visible <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's awesome though she's doing uh, a couple months september
1: yeah yep right before avp hawaii
0: it's awesome gonna have a hawaiian little child
1: yeah <laughs> that's gonna happen quick yeah it's gonna happen very quick
0: yeah it's uh How long, so you go, what, you're on the road again for a couple weeks. Maybe you stay instead of doing Seattle, and then after Seattle, you're back on the road too, right? Yeah, so Seattle,
1: straight back to Hamburg, and that's a 10-day event. Yeah. And then we go to Vienna, and then
0: we go to... Stad, right?
1: uh, Oh, sorry, yeah, Vienna, Stad, and then there's Portugal... And then Tokyo, I believe, or then, or it's Tokyo then Portugal. Okay. Something like and then we uh, maybe one more. <laughs> I don't know. I know we're gonna be out there for a while. So you'll be back and for go,
0: uh, back for Seattle. Might skip it to stay home, and then the next time you'll be back is Chicago, right? No, it's Manhattan. Okay. I'm
1: assuming if we if we decide to skip Moscow. Okay. We're gonna play
0: in Manhattan, which
1: we really want to play in, obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would be a good one. Come home, Manhattan, maybe get that name on the pier. Manhattan is is always good to Hawaiians getting in the finals. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think we've been in the last like five or six. One of us, me, Taylor, or Trevor.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's it's been a while. So Taylor was last year, Trevin. Rosie were the year before that, you and Hayden were the year before that, and the year before that, right? And the
1: year, yeah, 15, 16, Trevor in 2017, Taylor 2018.
0: Yeah, so this will be oh, five, five straight years that one Manhattan, one Hawaiian will be in the final if you make it. So eventually one of the Outrigger kids is going to get there, it's just, it's just a race for first at this point.
1: Exactly, we're racing to get on that pier. <laughs>
0: Um, well, I know that you've had a, a crazy busy couple weeks, so I don't want to keep you too long. And know you've got a family to see for once <laughs> while you're home. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: What do you guys have yeah, going on the rest of the day? All
1: about. Well, Dad just showed up uh, in New York, so I'm going to go see him for the first time in a while. Uh, and he's, uh, he's stoked. He's all he's all in Cavalli these days because he's out in Hawaii following and helping out with the University of Hawaii women's team yeah he's kind of volunteered for them uh, and I believe there's some Hawaii girls uh, playing in the qualifier so he's
0: yeah, we, he's all amped dude here. they're uh, that's a landmine Morgan Martin and uh, Julius Scholes they um, they went a combined like 59 and 10 or something and uh, this year and they're like the 47 of 48
1: <laughs> oh yeah you do now on that draw. So, I, the girls' sides really, with all these college girls
0: coming out. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's fun to watch. I mean, from for me, because like I don't have to play any of these people with zero points that are actually really good volleyball players. But it, it's funny for me to watch. Like, the top seed. It's almost better to be like a mid a mid seed, so you don't have to see one of them in the first round. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And now you got some of these girls on the world tour playing for their respective countries. Like, yeah. I saw, I didn't get to see your play, but Tina,
0: Tina out
1: here. she's out here on tour now, and uh, um, obviously the ladies that we had on right before I
0: left. Yep, Nicole and Megan McNamara.
1: The McNamaras are, are balling out for Canada, and Canada's like a premier women's beach volleyball country now.
0: Yeah, it's loaded.
1: Yeah, so they're stepping right into a pretty nice situation there. Um, but yeah, it's it's gnarly. World tour is is as strong as it's ever been for sure, and I've heard that from many players who have been on tour longer than I have. Uh, they they all agree.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was talking to Carrie Walsh the other day, and she said that the women's side of the world tour is also the strongest that she's ever seen it. And everyone knows that she, she's been around the block a time or two. So
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: So if she's saying it, then it's probably something to listen to.
1: And I've heard it from Phil, from Phil, so, from, for the men's side. So, yeah, it's definitely true.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well, I'll let you, uh, get to hang out with your dad, um, hang out with, with your wife and, and maybe get away from Trevor for a minute.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we did. We ditched him, we ditched him today. He, he got his own room, uh. Because uh,
0: Branigan's coming to town. So we got rid of each other for a second. It's kind of nice. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Well, good luck from New York. I will be watching from Mexico with uh, Corona in hand, most likely.
1: Love it.
0: <laughs> I enjoy. It. Later. Later, <laughs> Later brother.